Hey guys, and welcome to the Dumb Things Podcast. My name is Steven. And I'm Randy. Hey, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, please make sure to follow this podcast wherever you get your podcasts so you can stay updated whenever we drop a new episode. And please rate and review because those things help us out big time. All right. Yeah. And uh, welcome to the podcast. If you guys have any questions or uh, violent reactions, you feel like reaching out, uh, you can email us at the dumb things podcast at uh, gmail.com. And speaking about reaching out, uh, today's topic is actually from Instagram. Um, from at Ianabad, who asks, uh, "Do you have tips for aspiring radio jocks?" Steven? Do I, Randy? Do you? Well, Ian, you're in luck because today is going to be a very special episode. Very special indeed, because we actually have our first ever guest on the podcast. Four episodes in, and we're having our guest. So happy to welcome yeah. on the show, fellow Jam at Eight Point Three DJ, events host, VO artist, instant noodle connoisseur, and most importantly, my friend. Jabim Javier. Yeah. Jabim, hey, welcome yeah. to the show. That's got to be like my favorite reading of my CV ever. Oh, I, I had to do some research on you, even if I'm your yeah. friend. The noodle connoisseur. I had to put that in there. I'm going to add Steven's friend to my CV, actually. That's right. I think, I think it beats Please it do. Up. Yeah. The noodle connoisseur I like. I actually watched the video last night. I didn't even know it existed up until I started researching. And Us I saw you. Yeah. Reviewing like, the nudes? Yeah. yeah, yeah that's yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> Uh, I ate noodles right after that. That's the video that led me down the, like, I now buy every new pack of instant noodles that I've never tried before. Uh, It's a a thing that I do now. Even though I don't think it's going to taste good, even though the packaging does not appeal to me. Because it it taught me that you never know. What's in there. Never judge a noodle by its understanding. What, you, we could, Never we, judge a noodle by the cartoon character on the front, okay? Because the Happy Chef, I wouldn't have thought that the Happy Chef <laughs> yeah. ones were the best, but they were. For those who don't know what the hell we're talking about, we're talking about a YouTube video that you guys can actually check. Me and Jabim uh, went to a local Chinese grocery store. Yeah, and we bought up all the instant noodles that we could. And the thing is, none of these things had English on it. It was completely in Chinese, so we were just on... It's hilarious. It yeah, was really good. It I was really good. I enjoyed it last night. <laughs> I ended up eating noodles, and I haven't eaten noodles in like years. And there he goes. <laughs> High five. Thanks. Nice Success. one. Yeah. Sucks yeah. for my health, but great for my heart. Or not, even. <laughs> or not, even. Good for your soul. For my soul, so, yeah. So, Jubim, how have you been, man? What's been keeping you busy? I know uh, you do have a new development, of course, in your life. Yes, yes. Um, I had my hemorrhoids removed. <laughs> Besides but, that, uh, also I guess the the lesser news is I'm I'm having a son. That's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Most people. I mean, people care about that sort of thing. Yeah. No big deal. No big deal. No <laughs> not big not deal. even a little bit. Just my first ever child. How how is that coming along though? It's coming up pretty well actually. Um, I know Janine is doing most of the work. Yes. Yeah. She's doing all the work really. I mean, <laughs> I'm just a com- witness to everything. Exactly. Yeah. We can complain all we want when. The lady folk are, are carrying the children, and we can piss and moan. But the fact of the matter is, they're doing all the growing. That's true. Your bit is over. Yeah. My 30-second contribution to this process <laughs> is done. Well, I I'm excited. Seed. Yes. I'm excited for you, number one. I'm excited to see what the baby looks like, because it's going to be a boy. You know Better look season. like me. Exactly. I'm excited to see the mix oh between my, you and Yes. Jane. That you, would be a scary thought. You have the name already. The name is? Yes. Uh, Daniel Arturo. Ooh. That's great. I was I was so scared you'd give name. like a really crazy name because that's a thing now. It's like the most unique names. And yeah, just, come on. Zioneth. Yeah, honesty. Like no, or they they use names that aren't even supposed to be used as names like honesty, North. Yeah, I think I'm just naming like yeah. Kim Kardashian's kids. kids basically. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Why? <laughs> but okay, that's a good name though. It's very nice. But I'm excited. And the second thing I'm excited about, of course, because I know the due date is very close to my birthday. Your birthday. And I will be so yes. fucking excited if that baby pops out on my birthday. I actually I actually read it by, by Janine after you told me. I was what like, did you, she know, say? you gotta you know you gotta get a C section on the twenty seventh, right? <laughs> She's like, the baby's not due until uh twenty eighth or twenty ninth. I was like, No, you gotta get a C section because Steven told me that's Bruce Lee's birthday. It is. It November twenty seventh. Yeah. Why is she getting a C-section? No, no, no. I told oh her my like, God. if the baby's not out by Bruce, Bruce's that birthday, would be... we we gotta. Get I mean, the that baby out. that has to be the best thing about a C-section, right? You can pick the date, mm-hmm. kind of. Is that how it works? Yes. Yeah. You just like, oh, I'm good. I want. If it's within the 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 yeah. the doctor, just you have to talk about it with your with your doctor first and and see if it's safe or not. Because some people, like uh, women with epilepsy, um, can't give natural childbirth. 
okay. uh, at, at risk to their, their, their lives. Uh, so they, they need to get C-sections done. Okay. That's interesting. You learn something yeah. every day. I learned, Speaking I about, think you were yeah. going to learn something about C-sections today? No, but no, you, you did. But bam, you, dumb thing. Now, the thing. now you know. The thing why I wanted Jabim to be on this show is every time I talk to him, I learn mm. shit. That yeah. I would, it's that like I would random know. facts that you should. No, it's either I learned something that I wouldn't know otherwise, or I learned something that I didn't even ask for. Yeah, but I appreciate it. Something you didn't want to know. And yeah. that's occupying like, space in your brain. Yeah, you don't know what to do with this useless shit information. But yeah. it comes he's, in handy. Yeah, he's a bank for useless facts that, you know, you guess you'd want to know at some point. Look, if which you ever find perfect. yourself on, like, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, is that show even still... Like, it is. <laughs> it is. If you ever find yourself on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire and, That's and true. you need to phone a friend... Anyways, <laughs> to segue, I mean, Jabim is a ball of energy, a ball of information, which is, goes perfectly as a DJ because, mm-hmm. obviously, one of the mediums you have to use is talking a lot. So, we got the question off Instagram. They want to know, um, of course, things about being a DJ... How to get into being a DJ? So we're gonna talk about that. Yeah. Um, let start, me start. Yeah, let me start it off with you guys. I was supposed to segue and say, speaking about Morgan Freeman, uh, how did you guys get into radio? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Makes sense. You have an act for segues. You should have been a DJ. I know. But yeah, I'm working on it. I like doing that. Uh, how about you, Stephen? Let's start with you. How I got into radio? I got into radio by auditioning a countless number of times. I got rejected so many times. I think one thing off the bat. If you want to be a radio DJ, do not plan on getting into your dream station. Because most likely it's not going to happen. I'll be, full disclosure, my dream station was Monster Radio. I am at Jam right. 8.3. Pretend I, you're a dumb kid applying for college. Just expect to get on your like third or fourth fallback school and not your exactly. first three. Exactly. Yeah. I can so, imagine your boss in Jam. My dream station was, uh, what was it? Wave? Yeah. And I was like, motherfucker. <laughs> it is no yeah yeah, yeah. totally Sir Eric, fire the Sir Eric's gonna fire. be mine was it. actually Jam though really you know? yeah the um the original station that I, I worshipped growing up was um NU one oh seven one oh seven point five the iconic yeah right because there was no other radio station like it if you were growing up in the greater Metro Manila area um late nineties early two thousands. And you was the only radio station that was playing this kind of music, alternative rock, new yeah. metal, you know, yeah. uh, heavy shit. Yeah. And so it was kind of the unofficial voice of the underground. Mm. So you kind of had the blinders on. You were set on jam. Yeah. 100%. They were the, uh, I mean, I was set on NU and then it closed down. And then which reformed into. Uh, and then jam picked up the slack, I guess, in a yeah, way. Yeah, I used to be so. like smooth jazz. Yeah. And then they reformatted mm. to alternative music. And that's when the whole acoustic boom came in jam swooped in and i guess acoustic right. turned into local acoustic local became local alternative and then jam slowly transitioned to being the new uh alternative rock station so what made you like i guess give you that push like oh i want to be a dj was this something you did like in school because i know a lot of kids they join like these junior jock programs right, or they yeah. join like school radio what's this programs the dream job what's this no yeah. I, I mean i always did like to play DJ as a kid this sounds yeah. so stupid right because who, who does this who played, I did that who played I, DJ as a kid I actually did that I, I used to know. do that actually and it's not like it's this was cool, yeah. my dream job or anything yeah. I mean I enjoy it don't yeah. get me wrong I really do enjoy every day that I get to go to work but it wasn't I'm gonna grow up to be a DJ right um, it just so happened that I you know my sister had given me her old tape recorder and I used to buy cassette tapes and record myself doing spiels like well they were more like comedy shows my right. own like weird little comedy shows and I'd make other people listen to them. These whole 90 minute long tapes and I had wow. several cassettes, right? I used to do this exact same thing. I used to, it's funny that you mentioned this. I used to uh, record spiels. Yeah. I used to play a cassette and it was for the Men in Black soundtrack. Oh. <laughs> so I was literally always introducing like, and here's a new one from Will Smith. <laughs> you would intro everything you listened yeah, to. Yeah, just basically. Oh, yeah. But it's hard because it's on cassette so you have to time it right. And you just heard Will Smith's uh, original song for Men in Black. Coming up next, Will Smith with his original song for (laughs) Men in Black. With Side B. Oh my gosh. I remember those DJs though. I would wait back in the 90s, right? You'd wait to record your favorite song. Like I'd call up. Like, I want to hear, well, let's just say Men in Black. And I'd wait. And finally this DJ would like open it. And the next song is Men in Black. And he starts playing it. So like the first five seconds of your song, you have the DJ talking. Fucker. <laughs> yeah. They actually used to do that on purpose because they I knew bet. people were recording uh, um, their songs. So if they could get their station ID 
over the intro of the song you wanted to, wanted to record. That's smart. Now, whenever you play it, you'd have to play their station ID. That's smart. That's true. That makes sense now, because mm-hmm. I have a lot of mixtapes with with the DJ introing it's everything. It's something they they put into the training, and I mean that's something we'll get into because uh, obviously these are we want to talk about tips for people yeah, wanting yeah. into radio DJing. Um, but going back to how you started, how was the audition process? Because it's I sure it's sure it's it's different for a lot of people. Right. Some people kind of just gonna get shooed in, and you know yeah. mm-hmm. we both know some people that are like that. Mm-hmm. You know they maybe they don't have the skills, or they know someone, or some combination of the things. For you, how was your audition process? Uh, well, I was introduced to the station through a friend. Okay. okay. Um, originally, they were trying to get my friend to join the station. Because she used to work at radio before moving to the U.S. to become a medical professional, right? She was here on vacation, Mm -hmm. and uh, somebody had invited her to join the station while she was visiting, not knowing she was going to go back. And she ended up staying there and becoming a radio DJ? No, 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 no. Uh, She's from here. But she was planning to move to the U.S.? She, had, she was a radio DJ here before moving to the U.S. to oh, become okay. a medical, medical professional. Okay. Uh, she was here on vacation. Okay. And while she was here on vacation, somebody was like, hey, I know you used to be on radio. Why don't you come over? Why don't yeah. you come over and try? And she said, well, I, I don't do that anymore. But I do know somebody who might who you might be interested in. Uh, so she vouched for you. Yes. And you, you But you didn't have any experience prior no to experience that. No experience whatsoever. Whoa. Uh, That's pretty interesting. But I mean, not for nothing. Um... All throughout grade school, I would always win awards for elocution, interpretative reading, and um, what's that one? Declamation, just the, the, the yeah. on-the-spot speaking. So, so you I, did a lot of, so so in terms of speaking, you had that background, so in practicing terms of, it. Yeah, public speaking, yeah, right. diction, enunciation, storytelling. I have a background. That's actually really that. cool because in my background, just coming from the U.S., we have none of that shit. Oh. We don't do like there's none of that. Like the kind of awards we get is like perfect attendance. Oh wow. the, the school that I went to used to give awards for best speaker in Filipino, best speaker in English. Yeah. And almost every quarter in every class I was in, I would win best speaker in English. Wow. Oh, there you go. So that kind of pushed you. And I, so that's how I knew that. that you know. Was that the deciding factor? Like I was wondering too. Like what what was the point when you actually realized? Yeah, I think I can be a DJ. Like, I think I can do this. Well, everybody always told me, because I'm so talkative, right? I never shut up. And if you think I'm talkative <laughs> now, then you should have met me. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Father has just changed me. for you? Yeah, you know, I, <laughs> <laughs> Did you not know that I knew? No, I know. There, no, I, I, I laugh because, like, sometimes when I'm talking to Jabim, he'll just keep telling me stories. And I really have to be like, Jabim, shut up. Wait, Jabim, wow. shut up, shut up, shut yeah. up. Shut up. Yeah. And I don't mean any offense by it, but he does talk a lot. But... That really comes in handy, man. Especially, you know, as a DJ. This friendship works, though, because you're you're pretty quiet from time to time. I am. And I am Jubin pretty just, quiet. You know. I'll tell you why this friendship works. Because Steven, Steven lets me babble for as long as I want. And then he'll wait for the perfect thing to jump on. And he'll swoop in with, like, this great punchline. And I'm oh. on the floor for five minutes. I, pick my, <laughs> I like to pick my spots. Yeah. yeah. I pick my spots. A prize boxer. One shot. Yeah, just one little chance. You know. That's no, but that, yeah. that's definitely a skill to have because I think about it, since I've been in the industry for just a few years now, I think most DJs are either one of two things. Either they're really good at speaking or they know their music so well that they can also talk about it. But it's best, of course, if you can combine both right. of those features. That's right. So okay. uh, here's my question too. Um, now that we went through your audition process, mm-hmm. I was always wondering, like you mentioned with music and you were talking about and you 107 and jamming the type of music they play right uh does that play a factor in in being a dj like do you have to know your music do you have to do you have to be aware of new music or our artists and stuff like that i mean for you know uh for ian absolutely i mean i think if we're just going to be talking about fm radio djs right because there's yeah. lots of different yeah. things but if just fm radio djs it's for me, a must that you know your music because that's essential to your job, man. It's yeah. what makes your job fun. True. It's what gives your job meaning. Oh yeah. Because if you're just doing the research and you know you can be as meticulous as as you want, but if you don't love what you're doing, your listeners will hear it. Right. They'll know. Right. Yeah. And I think if anything, um, if you're just comparing DJs, listeners know their stuff nowadays. You know, mm-hmm. music is so available. Obviously, with Spotify, all the streaming services. 
if they can tell that you're bullshitting or you don't really know mm-hmm. your stuff, it's like you know what? I'm just gonna go on Spotify. Like this is. Or they'll really let you know now, huh? Yeah, they you will. Know, Social I, media too. I have this theory as to why radio DJs are no longer as revered or seen in the same cool, favorable light as they used to be. Because I don't know. Growing up, DJs used to be cool. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, we used to have like Chico and Delamar. They were legitimate celebrities. That's true. Right? Yeah. They had like two well, they still best-selling are. albums. They still are. Right. Yeah. Right. But they're not as popular as they used to be. Mo Twister. Right. Yeah. We had DJs making headlines. Do we still have DJs making headlines? No. That. Not really. Bord- that door chick. She got uh, arrested or something. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that was yeah, the last yeah. DJ that made news, right? And Holy I think the shit, reason for that, that, the loss of this, um, the, the image of the DJ is because everybody knows as much as you now. Anybody with a cell phone. Knows yeah. exactly the same amount as the dude on the con, and it didn't used to be that way. If you wanted to know something about your favorite artist, you had to listen to the radio. They were the people with the information. They got the people. Yeah. The, they got the interviews. They got the connections. Now they just have to Google. That's, so if yeah. you don't love your music, they know. They can tell. I've heard DJs on FM radio go through the motions of reading somebody's Wikipedia page and they yeah. mispronounce something. Yes. And I know you're not a fan because yes. you've never talked about it with anybody. You've never talked about it with, with anybody so you don't know how that thing is pronounced. Yes. Oh. No, he brings up a good fact. I have heard that so many times. If you're listening to a DJ, let's say, for example, they're interviewing an artist, go to their Wikipedia page. Most likely, you will find the exact things that they are saying, word for word sometimes. Oh, wow. On the Wikipedia page. And Jabim also mentions, you know, everyone knows these things. I think just to inter- intercede in here, it's really about picking in between the lines. You have to pull something out that they can't find that easily just because you've been doing the research. You know, like, for example, oh, you know, this band, they actually disbanded and they were part of two different bands that formed. You know, it's fun yeah. facts like that where they can go, holy shit, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, I can't find that. Where did he find that? It kind of intrigues them and makes them want to, like, lean in a little more because they can't get that. You know, obviously, we're saturated with all these different mediums. But there's still something magical, uh, magical about having that DJ pulling out these facts, right. you know, and connecting the music with you. Like, by the way, did you know that this band is coming from a hiatus, and yeah. it happened because, like, you know, the the lead singer is recovering from an injury or something yeah. like that. You're not gonna find that, you know. Off you're right. I think it still has to feel like an experience where you're being led through that experience yeah, by right. someone. Right. Uh, that makes sense to me. Especially, you're right. You know, with social media with the internet where information is just everywhere oh yeah you know it's, it's easy to cheat too like as it, like Jabim was saying you can just go off Google and like you know try to pretend that you know your shit but people true. people will figure it out they'll, they'll hear the difference yeah and I think that's how that's what separates DJs I guess right that's right. very interesting okay so here's another thing for, for Ayan as she's trying to figure out I guess she wants to be a DJ so let's give her a few tips. Why? Yeah. Oh, no. Why? Here's Why? a tip. Don't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Here's a tip, man. Here's a tip. I like my job, so don't try to steal it. Here's one thing that is universally true about DJs here in the Philippines. Nobody wanted to be a DJ first choice. Okay. Uh, everybody that became a DJ here fell into it because they weren't good at anything else. Okay? <laughs> really? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we are good at talking and we're not that ambitious and you know what I, I think we're just we're, we're fine coasting for the most part because the only only the djs who really have that drive right that the rock drive to like be the <laughs> hardest worker in the room those are the djs that really make it to the big time like sam yg okay Tony yeah. Tony, right sam yeah. yg's got uh mainstream popularity yeah. you see him in television yeah. ads Commerc- you see him yeah. in commercials you, uh, you see him in uh on Local TV. Yeah, yeah. he's in Doors and shows, and he's Joyce Pring. That's is, is right. a DJ who's who's reached that stratosphere. But you really gotta have that, you know. Um, I'm gonna slightly disagree with you. I think yeah, it obviously it takes a lot of hard work. It takes skill. I think there is a lot of luck involved. There's right, a lot yeah. of timing. As in any industry. Yeah, there's a lot of timing involved. I mean, just to pull something out of my ass, like, what's that whole Aldub? The timing of right. that, like, just hitting so was so... That was so, just the craziest thing, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's, like, these things that just hit at a certain time and, like... Do you explodes. have to be controversial? Like, you were talking about, like, Mo Twister. His claim to fame was just... This guy just went full-on controversial right. about I think, everything. I he think had an mostly, opinion about everything. Absolutely not. Yeah. I, don't think, I don't think you have to be controversial at all. I think that in order for you to find your audience... Uh, the things that become big, whether it's in radio or anywhere else... 
is largely a reaction to something that is happening, mm -hmm. right? Trends form because the world is reacting to something and people are liking something as a response to what's happening in the world. Motwister was a direct response to all the nice, nice yeah. morning shows that people were, you know. That's and, true. Uh, Motwister did, you know, was doing risque stuff. Yeah, that's Keep, true. Something nobody's seen. My, uh, my, I wonder now, like for the two of you anyway, how much of you, like the real you, do people hear on radio? Or everything they hear, that's like, that's practically all me. Because I would imagine mm. someone like, and this is just me thinking, I know a few DJs who on air, they say the craziest shit. Off air, they're just like pretty chill about everything else. And I figured, well, I guess that's part of the whole business plan. So with the two of you, what we hear on radio, how much of that is, is all you? And do you hold back? Do you have to hold back? I mean, it makes sense if you do. Chip in. <laughs> I, I used to. I used to be more transparent um, when I was doing radio in the early days because yeah. I had uh, a lot less to be private about. Mm. Okay. I was a lot younger when I when I started in radio. I think I was uh, 24, 26 years old. Yeah, 24 years old. Oh wow. Um, <laughs> That's pretty young. Yeah. Now. I do a version of myself that is both amplified and subdued. Okay. Because if there is a performative quality to radio, yeah. right? And yeah. if you get if you become afraid to try new stuff, also a combination of laziness because sometimes the the worst jokes are the laziest ones and you just want to get something <laughs> out there on the air, right? That's true. Yeah. So it's a combination of that um, I say an amplified version of myself because if I were to be completely transparent, whatever I'd really be feeling is what I'd sound like on the radio. Okay. Right? So I have to maintain a certain fake energy throughout right. my board work. So it's an amplified version, but also subdued in the same sense that I can't say what's really on my mind. That's right. true. Yeah. I'll, I'll say outrageous things because I don't believe them. Mm. I'll say outrageous things on the air because I know that it might make me sound horrible, but I personally thought it was funny. Yeah. yeah. But... Never do I share anything that's real that I find controversial. Right. I think, uh, just to answer it in a different angle, I think it's a combination. I've noticed with most radio DJs, they are very extroverted, but sometimes when you get them out of the booth away from a microphone, they're the most introverted yeah, people in the exactly. world. Like, they won't talk, they won't be this loud, you know, force. They'll literally just keep to themselves. But once they get into the booth, you know, they get around other DJs. You just the juices to start flowing they start talking they start laughing you know they start doing yeah. what they do it's kind of interesting with you too because I mean in your former life let's just say your yeah. former life it's it's something like that you're very exposed and everybody wants the piece of you and you get to choose what you share and what you don't share I guess yeah. it's just a different dynamic because it's your voice yeah I mean obviously as a radio DJ that is our medium That's mm -hmm. this is our weapon of choice we can only affect you by using our voices so um going into that what would you say are some tips from you know your experiences mm. for aspiring djs if they want to get into radio what are some things they need to work on maybe some skills they need to have all right dude number one <laughs> yeah. number one and this is always number one learn to speak there we go properly it doesn't it doesn't even need to be english dude mm. uh whatever oh, yeah. format of the radio station you're trying to get into if it's full on Tagalog, what kind of Tagalog is it? Is it casual? Is it yeah. the kind of Tagalog that they use in newspapers? Mm. Is it Taglish? Is it a Masa station? Yeah. Is it um, an A and B market station? How good is your English? Yeah. Is it? Are you fluent, or are you native speaker good? Yeah. Are you using idioms and metaphors good? So basically, I guess to sum that up, it's kind of like find where you're trying to get into. Yes. And learn that language, whatever they're speaking, you need to learn. The it. core proficiency of radio, talk radio, is always going to be speaking, communication through speaking. So yeah. if you can't get that right, don't bother because you can have all the information. You can have the best opinions. But if you sound like crap, who's going to want to listen to you? Exactly. Exactly. No, it, it kills a lot of DJs because I'll be listening to the radio sometimes and if I hear the DJ and for some reason their voice kind of turns me off just because I either I can't understand what they're saying mm -hmm. or their voice is just, it's not pronounced, it's not, how would you say, enjoyable to my ears. Yeah. I, it will turn me off and I'll change the station. That's I'm sorry. True. I mean, like some people don't have 
Some people don't have radio voices. I don't think that's yeah. cool to say. Some I'm not tall enough to be a basketball player. Yeah, exactly. Like I don't force that yeah. on anyone. I'm well, get in the NBA. It's part of the skill set. I guess you could say that. It's yeah. part of the requirements. Is there something um, she can do if she says, okay, maybe I'm a little weak with my English and I really want to get into, let's just say jam. Yeah. Like, is there something she can do to get better? Read. Okay. Yeah. Read out loud? Out loud. Yes. Every day. What other exercises do you think she should be doing? get better leads um no reading out loud is a big one i used to do that a lot i would just take a newspaper magazine and i would read out loud and record yourself record yes you sound so different you in your head you're like oh i sound great and then when you listen to the recording you're like holy shit i sound i sound like shit oftentimes (laughs) when you're speaking and you make mistakes yeah in your head you're going over it like ah that's fine it's it was a tiny mistake but when you listen back you realize how big those tiny mistakes sound on the air. Right. I know how badly I'm messing up when I yeah. stutter on the radio. That's yeah. true. You know, we, I, we, we all have that feeling. To jump on that, I remember one tip I got from a previous manager at a radio station is, and it's a bad habit that we have, I think, as human beings, is when you're talking and you say, like, oh, oh, shit, sorry, excuse me. Oh, my bad. Try not to do that. Because when you're on radio, you can't say, like, oh, excuse me, oh, sorry, shit. Yeah, and I've done that on in radio, and it sounds so bad. Yeah, because it's like, why are you saying sorry? Why are you doing these things? I shouldn't listen to you then. Yeah, you know, make sound. You make listeners sound bad, but they are very discerning. If they hear something they don't like, they'll just change the station. That's you know, true. that's a, that's the thing about radio. There's so many other people or stations they can listen to. Here's one thing I also noticed about radio these days, where, let's say back in the 90s I guess you know it was very straightforward the conversation was it wasn't conversational wherein the DJ was just throwing it at you mm-hmm. where I would introduce the artist I would introduce the song and I'd throw it at you listen to the music we're mm-hmm. done talk to you about some ads and then I'll throw you another song uh, I'm so curious how it evo- it evolved to something more converse you know it's a conversation now it's what it is and then we can move on to tips also for for our Instagram friend here mm-hmm. on how she can improve on that because radio has changed from just one person and a show talking to someone where like you have a morning show now and it's yeah and I you know it's it's so different it's so different from what radio used to be and I how did that, that happen how did when did that start and what caused that I I'm curious I learned a lot from Jabim I remember Jabim talking to me one of the first few times I met you at the station and you were giving me some tips and he opened my mind because he said things like okay Think of it like this. You have to kind of game plan. What kind of show are you doing? Okay, music. What time of the day are you on? Because people listen to the radio at different times of the day and they expect different types of music. You're not going to play super slow music in the morning because people, you know, they want to listen to something to get them yeah. get them going for the day. That's true. Kind of perk them up. Maybe later in the day you want to listen to more slower music. Um, what's your audience? How old are they? What are they expecting from you? And, you know, I'm sure Jabim can expand on that. Like, those are things that you also have to keep in your mind. It sounds like a lot. Yeah. And it actually is a lot. <laughs> yeah, just, like, program your show around uh, the factors. The factors that affect your show. Uh, what time it is, who your target demographic is. And, of course, uh, and I always say this, you, you, um, you choose your audience through the content that you put out. Yes. You know? Okay. Um, so... It doesn't matter what time of, uh, of day it is. Let's say kids don't get out yet. Uh, kids come out at 4 p.m. at school, and your show is at 12 noon. If you play stuff geared towards uh, their age, I guarantee you it'll be a slow burn, but eventually that <laughs> audience will find your show. Yeah, right. exactly. You know, they will uh, respond to what you're doing true. and what you're yeah. playing. But with regards to your question as to how uh, radio turned from this uh, unidirectional thing yeah. to uh, more forum based yes show is again the internet right mm. it used to just be uh the radio had a purpose this is where you got your music and uh it was pretty much if you unless you had cds or cassette tapes this is what you listen to in the car yeah and you get tired of your cds and cassette tapes they get they get uh burned or scratchy or whatever yeah and for me too it's also seemed like the newest songs you would turn to the radio right now you have spotify right yeah, so now yes. spotify serves that purpose so radio had to evolve in terms of what kind of service it provided it's no longer just uh, a thing on which you listen to music it's now also very performative right, right. you get that live aspect it's not just a dude yelling inane things that don't really 
add anything. They're not information, right? right. They're just yeah. witty little things that they say. But now you learn things. You have opinions, yeah. right? You tune into the radio to hear discussions, to hear, That's you know, right. it's that live quality that radio brings. Which brings me to the next question where do you think that how big of a risk, I mean, how big of a threat, I mean, are streaming services like Spotify and, and all of these things? And is it a threat? Is radio dying? Or is it evolving? What do you think? I think it can be used as a tool. But the thing is, with radio, and just like what Jobim was saying, the live aspect of it, that's something, at least as far as I know, that Spotify, these streaming services, will never be able to emulate. Mm-hmm. You know, as we know, I don't know, someday in the future, it might happen, but um, there's this live aspect of radio that you can't really emulate because, like, there's a connection that you establish when you have the, when you have the street cred, when you can give them information that they can't get anywhere else. um, There's something special about, you know, texting in, calling into a radio DJ and, you know, them greeting you. Oh, what would you like to hear? Like earlier, I was on the radio, someone called me in and I have a connection with some of these people like, oh, I haven't seen you in so, I haven't heard you in so long. It's so nice to hear you. What would you like to hear on the radio? Oh, this song is dedicated for you. There's something special about that. Dude, I lose my shit. In, like when I call into other radio stations yeah. or I text them yeah. and they play my song, there's a feeling you can't really explain that you get. Just the other day, I got into a cab and as soon as I got in, the, the, gra- the grab driver was like, uh, Sir, Joe Bim Javier. I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's my name. Mm. You, you check to see yeah, if yeah, that's yeah, yeah. passenger. Yeah. It was, uh, Wala paso kayan, sir? Oh, that's a weird. Oh. That's a weird question to ask your fare. Yeah. Then, Are you like, serious? Uh, wala po. And then <laughs> he goes, uh, "Di ba tequila Tuesday po ngayon?" Whoa. And that's when my 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 face lit up, and we spent the entire trip talking about his favorite All Good Radio episodes. Oh he man. He was such an avid listener of our show. He was telling me, you know, bits of conversations that he'd memorized from yeah. his favorite episodes. Um. And I'd remember them because wow. I was there. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course. Uh, he knew details about my life, things that I had said on the radio. So it was like I'd never met this guy oh, before, man. but wow. it was like I was talking to somebody who I'd known for wow. years because he knew all this stuff about me. Yeah. And the more he was talking to me, I asked him what his name was, and he said Jomer, and it clicked in my mind. Uh, it was uh, it it was he'd called the show before. Yeah. Ah. Uh. So like, ah, we've spoken before. Yeah. Ah, Jomer, it was great. I think that's why radio is not yeah. gonna die. You know, that uh, makes sense. With the world becoming more and more global, something uh, like radio has the chance to become something special regionally. That's true. I mean, newspapers, books didn't die when the internet came along. They just had to sort of evolve. That's true. Uh, in in the type of uh, content that they provide. That's true. Yeah, that's and that's want me to get true. five stars from Jomer too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I gave five stars. That's such an awesome story. I mean, because the thing is, obviously, that driver doesn't know what you look like. You know, he's never seen you in his life, I would think. Yeah. But just hearing your voice, or yeah. maybe hearing your name, yeah. he just makes the connection. No, it makes sense to me, too. I mean, relating from the type of work I do, I was talking to a director one time, and we were talking about theater. And uh, because of the pandemic, he told me, uh, what if we just stage the show, and we'll just record it we'll, we'll bring in cameras and, and record it and turn yes. that out yeah. and I said no and he asked me why because I said then the experience is different right because, yes. yeah because even if we're shooting it on stage the joy of watching things live um, I mean from my perspective that's why I love concerts too I mean I, I genuinely love it more yeah. than listening to Spotify I listen to it but the concert experience is different it's because uh, I get to choose what I want to experience I get to choose as opposed to if we took a you know we, we recorded it the director chooses what to show you right as opposed to if yeah. I'm sitting in the audience it can be the the focus could be on on the left and I can choose right. to watch people on the right it's my choice yeah you take that out you have your own experience yeah there, and yeah. the director now forces you to see things from their point of view and I may it makes sense to me because radio feels that way too where yes um, there's that novelty of streaming where I can pick all the songs and make a playlist but I for one too find myself having my playlists and then go through the motions of listening to it yeah. and then at some point I get so tired I switch to radio 
And then I start listening to the conversations. I crack myself up, and then I just stay there. And uh, I think that's that's part of the 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 draw of radio that oh, yeah. brings people in. I mean, the mornings. I remember going to the office. And I wouldn't play. I wouldn't scream music. I would just listen to the radio. Yeah. Because it really gets you in the mood for whatever happens. It gets some information in your mind. Gets your mind working a little bit. By the time I get to the office, I'm like, all right, I'm good. Yeah, exactly. So, making yeah. your own playlists. Um, especially multiple playlists, discovering new music mm-hmm. diligently. People don't like to admit it, but it's a chore, man. It's oh, yeah. a task. It's it hard is. to it do. Is. It is. And let's face it, people like being told what to do, what to like, what to listen yeah. to, what to wear. Yeah. And that's what radio offers. You know, yeah. you don't have time, you don't know what's good music anymore. Let us tell you what good exactly. music is. Yeah. Here's a dose of good taste, bitch. <laughs> yeah. You know? And then go to the office and talk about it like it's all you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly. Oh, I, I discovered this I new discovered band. This, yeah. Exactly. And you're like, exactly. yeah. No, no it makes sense. I think Jabim can speak about this. Like when you cur- uh, curate your playlist and it's fucking hitting. Yeah, there's something magical. There's no about other that. feeling like it. Uh, when when you were personally enjoying, uh, you know when a DJ's in the zone because you go into the booth, they're standing up, they, they, they refuse to sit down when they're in the zone. Yeah. So they're standing up, they got their headphones on, and the monitors in the booth are cranked to max. Oh yeah. So there's no other feeling like uh, you know you putting your effort into a playlist. You're in the zone, and people are applying. The phone is going off because people are enjoying your playlist. That's you. That's you touching yeah. lives, you know, people yeah. in their cars. You're, you're, uh, it's not a feeling that a lot of people get to experience, and it's pretty special, That's knowing true. you get to make people that happy directly. Wow. I got that feeling earlier today. Thankfully, we've been able to board again for Jam on Friday Slide. If you don't know what Friday Slide is, just figure it out. It's amazing. <laughs> Maybe you should know if you're listening to this podcast <laughs> and asking about wanting to be a DJ. I, I got this tweet earlier today, and I'll read it out to you. This comes from... Evan Nader off Twitter and he says I'm about to leave the car and Roxanne by the police played on the radio I'm staying for a little bit more that is that it, that's it right there when yeah. you can get someone to stay in their car let's say they're at their destination alright time to go down fuck the yeah. music's so good right now I, I don't think I can uh, I'm just gonna stay for a little bit more I think that's one of the best compliments you can get if your playlist is that good where people don't want to get out of yeah. their car even though they're at their destination already you know you're doing something right. Yeah, and it's a service too when you think about it because a lot I know for for a fact when I used to still go to the office where it really gets me through that traffic from point A to point B. It gets really bad. And then when you get into radio, you yeah. f- still feel connected to the world somehow right. and you're right. just it's, not There's a sense of community too. Yeah, you're not stuck in your car dreading the traffic. It feels like you're you're with friends. It feels like you're somewhere. Yeah. You know, right. Right. and it right. gets you through that one hour traffic in EDSA or two. Yeah. Or three. Or three. Sometimes it's worse than that. But yeah, I mean, like you said, it's a connection. You're kind of doing it hand in hand. If you've got a good playlist going, people are going to appreciate it. They're going to let you know. If you don't have a good playlist going, they will also oh, yes. let you know. They will. They, they're not shy. <laughs> Today, though, I did uh, a special on That's, Eddie Van Halen. Yes. Oh, and yeah. If it made one person happy, and, and I know it did because that person messaged me, then I know I will have done my job. And that made my day, really. That one guy. Is it Jomer? No, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Jomer didn't <laughs> mind. the only guy. <laughs> my one fan. But that's kind of cool, no, that you know his name, Jomer. Yeah, Jomer. I started, one thing I thought that was cool is I started getting people by their names. Like, oh, this is Mac Mac. Oh, this right. is uh, Klein. Right. I, you can Jules. start. Jules, like you Shout start out to picking you them out, yeah. you, know, you start making these connections with them, and I don't think Spotify can do that yet. So, I mean, I think that's one thing to kind of like combat that radio maybe is more not dead, but it's it's evolving in a different way. Right. So, yeah. yeah. Okay, let's get Ian a little bit more excited. Can okay. you give us like a <laughs> what's a typical day for you guys? Oh yeah. I guess yeah. Like, what what do you, what do break you it down do? like your show? How do you, yo yeah. yo, jam eighty eight point three. So I mean, radio DJs typically work three four hour shifts. Um, depending on what shift you have, you either have a very healthy sleep schedule or a non existent one. Very so, true. So, what's uh, the first shift? How six, early does it start? Typically six a.m. Wow, that's your sign on show. Oh my that's goodness! True. Yeah. I guess it's when people are starting to go to work. Yes. Getting ready for work. The two most important shows on any radio station are the 6 to 9 a.m. shows and the 6 to 9 p.m. shows. Those are your prime time. Because that's radio prime time. 
Yep. That means what you're fighting for is the audience that is gridlocked all across Metro Manila. If oh, you can yeah. imagine all of the people complaining about how horrible the traffic is every single fucking weekday. Yeah. Imagine each one of those cars is a radio station. That's true. We are battling for the hearts and souls of <laughs> yeah, exactly. every angry commuter <laughs> in Metro Manila. So that's battle zone time. That's the time slot you as a DJ want. Making them less angry. Practically saints at this point. Yeah, right, those are yeah, definitely yeah. the prime time. You have all these ears that want to hear something. That's the big leagues. That will take them off, you know, take their focus off the horrible traffic that they're stuck in. All right, so, so let's let's just say morning show. So how does how does your day start? Yeah, we're, we're, I guess, Jabema, take them through, like, Wake up at things, they have, things that you do before, during, after the shift, sure, like a typical right. day. You, if you're going to do a morning show, say goodbye to your social life. I'm going to tell you right now, all right? Things nobody ever tells you about doing a morning show is it's a commitment. It is probably a bigger commitment than any other shift because yeah. it means saying goodnight to late nights every single day. I'm not just talking weekdays because once the weekday uh, sleep schedule has been made, that's how you sleep on the weekends too. You know? yeah. So well, saying goodbye sure. to your social life. What time is that? What time, is, what time do you sleep? Depending on how far away you live from your station, right? So ideally, you're at the radio station an hour to 30 minutes before your shift. If your shift starts at 6 a.m., then you have to be there at 5 to 5.30, which means that you have to wake up an hour or two before that to get ready, to eat breakfast, to commute. Yeah. Thankfully, there's not much traffic at the hour, but still, it's a bitch to commute at that right. hour. Um, you're there until 9 a.m., and by that time, you've had three cups of coffee, you're tired Sweet. from having really high energy all morning, and guess what? Your day's just begun. Because if you wanted to <laughs> yeah. run errands today, you still have to wait for some offices to open. Exactly. You can't even get on your on your errands right away. And I don't know if it was you or someone who told me about it. I heard it somewhere. You know that you had a good shift, a good radio shift, when you're like exhausted yes. afterwards. You get out of the booth and you're like, holy shit, that was tiring. Yes. Because you know that you just kind of like in a sense left it all there. You just yes. gave it all. Um, so during the shift, what are some things that you're focusing on though? Like, you know engaging with the audience what are some of those things that you're looking for uh i try to visualize who it is i'm talking to who it is i'm playing for right um and it changes all the time that's why my show is always so inconsistent because <laughs> i never do my show for the same person twice. But okay ideally in a perfect world what would you try to like i guess structure your show as uh i always try to make my shows um relevant fun and informative right okay. uh, relevant entertaining informative yeah it needs to meet at least two of those requirements to be on my show the more and more th i think about it a lot of the stuff i'm saying to you guys right now it's actually most of the stuff i learned from japan yeah. also yeah i feel myself like just kind of repeating the stuff that you said because I, I remember one of the things you told me is like you should be relevant yes you should be entertaining yes and those are huge things yes because that's how you connect with your audience that's true you know if they can't relate to what you're saying they're probably not going to listen for them yeah long. or else you'll just be like a log with a microphone exactly that, yeah and yeah. trust me there's a lot of them on radio oh i'm sure oh yeah <laughs> okay oh wait oh yes coming back to that so for you steven how does the day start for you let's say you're doing a morning show okay what well, time do you what time do you get up time to get to work what's the first thing you do when you get to the office or to the station how do you get in and all that stuff this kind of goes hand in hand with jabim because i usually board after you guys when you guys are still doing the morning show they were six to nine i come in and i do the mid-morning show so i kind of have a different challenge i have to kind of carry the torch from them they've been like you know putting on awesome music they do a lot more talking since they're early in the morning okay um they're getting the audience hype and i have to kind of carry that ball keep the music hyped but also i guess kind of ease it into the mid afternoon because they don't want to listen to that hard rock anymore right, they're kind of right. starting to ease into the lunch break they kind of want to chill out a little bit um my show typically is i would start a little high energy kind of keep the music going but then later on i'd start to play in the slow tunes because i can mm -hmm. like if you listen to their show they, you wouldn't probably hear too many slow songs. You would not. Yeah, I mean, it was a general rule on the morning show. Rude Awakenings. Yeah. I mean, just yeah. in the name alone. Yeah. We tried not to play any slow songs, any soft songs, because we found that the people who listen to our station don't listen to it to be chill in the morning. That's true. Yeah. You listen to Jam because you know we play the good stuff. You They're, know we play the hard exactly. rock. Exactly. Nice. And they look for it. They look yeah. for especially in the morning. Um, they look for it sometimes on my show too, but I'm, but I'm nine to twelve, so right. I can kind of cheat a little bit. I can play the hard stuff, but I can dial it back a little bit, nice. play a little more, you know, softer stuff. 
but once I'm on, I try to be more information based. I do a lot of research. Like the night before, Jabim told me this. Pre preparation is huge. If you prepare, your show will be a hundred times better than if you just try to do it off the cuff. If you try to pull stuff online, you know, that's good and all. But imagine if you can curate it and get all the good stuff. Yeah. You know, where you're just like giving them all the stuff they really need to hear rather than reading an article and saying like, oh, Foo Fighters is coming out with a new album. They are working on it that they've been working here. Rather than just going, eighth album is coming out October 23rd. You can download it here. Buy it here. Mm -hmm. Boom. You give them all the good stuff. So I think that's another thing that goes hand in hand. It's like I try to prepare as much as I can. If I'm saying things, I make sure I'm saying stuff that I need to say. Oh, God, but. here's some practical advice, some actual advice you can use, uh, from, from me anyway, yeah. because I haven't given anything yet. Um, damn it, now I forgot what I was going to say. Very nice. What, what was your thing? What were you saying earlier? Uh, pre preparation. Preparation. Right. Curating. It's You know, we talk about curating music. Right, right, you should right. also curate your spiels. Give them stuff that they can actually use. It's yeah. a show, dude. The one thing you have to remember is that it is a show. It's not just playing a song and getting on the air and saying something and playing another song. No. You are the producer. You are the executive producer. You are the director. You are the researcher. You are the... Uh, yeah. Everything you're the stage manager of this one show, and you're in control of moderating, curating, presenting your information however you want. And if you don't realize how much power that actually is, I mean, you get you get to put on your own whole show oh, yeah. on a thing and that gets broadcast sometimes nationwide. That's a huge responsibility. And if huge. you're just going to treat it like you know, I'm going to read Wikipedia behind a microphone every day, then you're throwing away so much. It, it's, it's, it's a lot of responsibility, but it's also really fun because yeah. you get to inject your own stuff. Like, I started injecting sports and I found other people started looking for it. They're like, exactly. oh, we don't, we're not going to talk about the NBA scores or like, you know, I heard like the PBA or whatever. Yeah. And you give it to them and they, they respond and it's really awesome oh, because cool. you start finding your people also that relate to you. You know, I think one thing that, that you can maybe focus on trying not to do don't try to please everybody oh you will fail so fucking hard if you try to make sure that you hit every single note you will fail you will be miserable and you'll never succeed okay you have to try to find your niche and once you find it kind of you can stretch out a little bit to accommodate some people but sometimes you really have to tell people like fuck off your this job, is my your shit your job is in the public eye dude you're gonna be disliked by people there's yeah. nothing wrong it is, with that it is what it don't is, take yeah. it personally that's You're true. not going to be everyone's cup of tea. Literally, yeah. it, don't say it on air, but just tell some people to fuck off. Yeah, you know, yeah. in a nice way. Like, ah, oh, you know, I'm going to play this. Or I've literally told people to do that. I'm sure you have. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure yeah. you have. On air, I'm like, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, you know, we do have to keep it clean though on radio. There, yeah, sometimes, yeah. yeah, some people I really just want to tell them, like, fuck off, listen to another station. Oh. But you can't. I can, I can imagine. There's always one of those fans or listeners like, why do you still listen though? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. But then again, you know, you People can't complain, but they yeah, still keep yeah. listening. You can't so. please everyone, and there'll always be that one guy. And, and those people, I found that the people who are most vocal about their complaints online are the people with no lives. Oh, They're yeah. not the people that you want. Some people just yeah. want to just want to say something for the yeah. sake of saying it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. They just have so much time on their hands, and they just want to do something or say something to make themselves feel better about yeah, that's their, true. their story okay. lives. I, don't I know. have a few more questions left mm -hmm. before we end the show. But uh, I think about three more questions. But uh, okay, so what's the best part of being a DJ? What's the best perk of being a DJ? Really short. Free stuff. Free food. Wow, that was that was. That was we were so in sync. <laughs> that was so quick. Okay. It's, uh, I think for the free stuff because people come by and... and Occasionally give you free stuff just for being a radio DJ. They What's the best thing you ever got? You think? Uh, uh, someone called in one time and they asked us to promote their new burger shop, so they gave us free burgers. Oh, I've gotten a lot of re really cool free stuff, man. I, I can't even count. Uh, movie posters, movie tickets, concert tickets, uh, donuts, uh, a lot of donuts. But also because you get invited to a lot of of events, these events have a lot of free food, and I'm telling you. It's I, I'm not ashamed. I'll be the guy who's bringing home like 10 doggy bags from the event. Like, oh, y'all don't got doggy bags? Oh, like idiots. <laughs> idiots. I'm that guy. Okay, yeah. I'll take it a step further. Uh, it's not just free food. Networking is cool because yeah. you get to meet a lot of cool people. 
whether it's artists, bands, uh, just other people in the industry. And your colleagues are sexy. I'm like the ugliest DJ in Metro Manila. Everybody else is like But you'll gorgeous. never know. <laughs> <laughs> you'll never, never know. know. You only hear my voice, what? which is fairly attractive. <laughs> 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 All right, next question, next question. You don't have to say who, but uh, tell us how it went. What's the worst interview you've had? Because you'd have artists come in and promote. So I want to know the juiciest the worst interview. Don't say who it is. Yeah. You don't have to. You want to go first? Yeah, we had this one celebrity on uh, Tequila Tuesday once. And, you know, the, the, the premise of the show is people will call our number and they'll say a name. Whoever's name they say has to take a shot. Mm, okay. And so we had this one guy who was, uh, I can't tell you his occupation because then you, you'll know exactly who he is. Yeah. But he was friends with a lot of celebrities. Okay. And he was on the show promoting his new book. Okay. And we were doing a Tequila Tuesday. And as the night, he started off a pretty decent guest. He was effervescent, witty. And then as he got more and more drunk, he started messaging his celebrity friends. Oh, no. To yes. call in the show um, and, and say his name to get him even more drunk. And we saw their names popping up on his phone as they oh, called. Yeah. Right? But then he turned, he'd, he'd answer the call and he'd put the phone up to the microphone and go, Hello, who's this? Oh, so no. that they'd be forced to say their name on the air. So, oh, they'd, so, so our boys. listeners would know he had celebrity friends. Oh, gosh. And then, you know, he turned uh. every call. It was a mini show. Oh, you know how I get when I'm drunk, right? <laughs> right oh, that no. time and like, blah, blah, blah. Oh, and so would, annoying. He, he I can't imagine. It to share, like, uh, name drop. Funny, yeah, name drop. Funny yeah. anecdotes about himself. I'm so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I'm so crazy when I get uh, drunk, right? Yeah. It's like, like please oh validate. I'm a different person. Anyway, and um, validate me. That person ended up getting so drunk they threw up on the couch. Fuck. Uh, in in the booth, and that's why the old yellow couch was replaced with the current. I mean, the old blue couch was replaced with the current. Yellow one we have now. That makes sense. I never I guess see he, the blue I guess couch. he puked yellow, so they figured, might as well yeah. think he had a future, yellow. For, for future, for yeah. yeah. And also why our office was reupholstered after like a year or two. Oh but my those God. stains were from that night. Oh, Jesus. What okay, how about you? For me... Uh, about this wait, no, oh, wait. sorry. Uh, uh, There's post more. Note. There's oh. post, I, I remember one detail about that. Go for it. The... He was sent there by a magazine because the magazine's publisher also published his book. Right. So it's part Same like publisher. part yeah. promotional part purposes. So he had a liaison. Oh. She quit after that night. Uh I um, would. Having to take care of that Fuck person's this drunk guy. ass. Yeah. Made her quit the industry. Taking care of drunk people sucks. Drunk celebrities. Yeah. I was. Oh, wait, I'm not really if, ashamed to. Admit if you have a guess, though, I mean, we never told you who it was, but if you have a guess, you can tweet us. And, yeah, yeah, you and, can. Or you can send an email and let us know who you think it is. I don't yeah but but going, we'll never tell going back to that I think I don't have a no I do have a particular guess it was a band and it was an upcoming band and local or international local band and let's just say if you're gonna be on radio this is your chance and if you're an upcoming band you know like it's not that often I would encourage people to be conceited and talk about themselves but best this is your forward, chance though, yeah. yeah best foot forward this is your chance if someone asks you, please tell us about your band, you know, what are you guys up to? Um, we're, you know, saying the name. We're this band. You know, we're doing okay. Oh, uh, tell me, how's the new album coming along? Uh, okay naman. Literally like one to two word answers. It's okay to be like that, but you better be fucking good, dude. Oh, yeah. You, you your better music be, must your music better be like ethereal. No, but this was an up and coming band. Yeah. You know, so you're not exactly giving the audience anything exactly. to go on. You're literally giving them one to two words. It's like, please tell me about like what's going on with you guys now. Uh, we're doing this. We have a show tomorrow. Wow. Um, what about this music? How, how did you guys come up with this? Ah, uh, well, uh, we just, you know, got together, recorded. It's like, it leaves you so fucking dry. You're like, why did you even come okay, here? Yeah. Really? You right. just wasted my time and your own time because not only did you miss an opportunity, now everyone dislikes you. Yeah. Because they, yeah. they had to listen to your shit. You just torpedoed your career, dude. Wow. Yeah, exactly. So, I, I, an advice, if you're going to guess on a, ra a radio show or be a radio DJ, talk more than just two to three words right. you know and also it makes some sense I guess yeah and if you're gonna give a, to help them out also do your research like Jabim said and ask them questions never ask yes or no questions uh, yeah because that's a trap basically. no and you're giving them a way out it's like how are yeah. you guys doing good 
Uh, are you guys... How are you guys doing? Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> what? Yeah. That's not even a yes or no question. No. That would be interesting, yeah, actually. Like, uh, <laughs> or he'd always answer with a question back. Am I? <laughs> are you... How are you guys feeling today? Am I? Am I? Am I? What? <laughs> what? All exactly. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. Shit. Okay, so that being said, like, time really went by really oh, yeah. quick. We're almost an hour. So let's, let's round that up. Yeah. Uh, what are your last thoughts about being a DJ? Is it worth it? Has it been worth it? Do you recommend it? And uh, one last word for our audience and especially for our Instagram friend, Ian Abad. Uh, Jubin? Look, being a DJ is not for everyone, but it is a hell of a ride. So if you think that you might be proficient at it, if you think you might be good at it, give it a shot. You have nothing to lose except for maybe six years of your life that you will one day look back upon and wonder where it all went. Uh, but the, I mean, aside from that, yeah. shit, that got dark. <laughs> <laughs> that went dark oh, quick. Fatherhood is out. not working out. <laughs> <laughs> it is not doing you well. Oh my oh gosh. God. But yeah, so... Um, it's like, were you still talking about the DJing career? Was that something <laughs> or just else? life in general? <laughs> what have I done with my life? Uh, to okay. chime in, it's a fun job. Yeah. It doesn't pay well, so don't expect a lot. Uh, if you're going to be a DJ, you're probably going to have to be doing a lot of other shit. Like I know, like I said it's earlier. It's a stepping stone. Yeah, Jabim yes. does, uh, he does singing. He's a voice actor. Dude, I, the, I don't make the money that I live off from yeah. my DJing. I don't think... Anybody Any is. of them do, except for the really big ones. Yeah, unless okay, you're like they a huge... still get endorsements and yeah, stuff. Yeah, and, and even that's then, really their gets... bigger, biggest checks are not from their radio jobs. Um, sure. Yeah, exactly. So, one tip: if you're going to be a DJ, uh, try to learn as many skills as you can. Whether it's voice acting, voiceover, singing, um, what else can you do as a radio? A uh, hosting. Selling drugs. Selling Shout drugs. out to Karen Bordador. Hopefully, hopefully oh not God. that. I was going to say events hosting, maybe. Yeah, uh, hosting. No, Jobim actually introduced me. He gave me my first ever live voiceover job, which right. was pretty cool. You sit in a booth uh, in a, a jacket and sweatpants because yeah. it's really cold. Nobody ever gets to see you. You're just at the back of the room with yeah. a microphone. And you wait for somebody to be like, go. You go, presenting to the stage, Mr. Adrian Lim. That's it. You're done. You exactly, do that for yeah. like an hour or two. You get paid. You're done. It's not, a great time. Yeah. It's a cushy job, but yeah. I would say uh, prepare yourself to expand your skills, your skill set. Don't just focus on you know being behind the mic because you're not going to pay the bills that way. Yep. You got to do a lot of other stuff. You got to hustle. There you go. And as for me, Ian, I have nothing. I have no advice whatsoever. Nothing. Well, uh, be th- interesting, maybe. No, I was gonna. I have a question for you, actually. Yeah. As a as a listener, what do you enjoy most about hearing a DJ? What what gets you know? Uh, I think it's one of two things. Um, you guys were right. I want to feel like I'm going through an experience with the DJ. I want to feel like I know this guy. I want to feel like when I hear you, it feels like someone I know. So it feels comfortable. Nice. Yeah. I want to feel like you know what you're talking about. But most of all, I want to feel like you're interesting. Like you have something to say. You have something you have to say that's that's interesting to me. Mm-hmm. And it's actually fun to hear. Yeah. Um, it can be obscene doesn't matter but it has to feel like oh that's my friend talking to me because right. if it's not that I feel disconnected from you and it will only cost me to look for something else the music for me to be honest with you music is only second to, to the whole conversation I listen to oh, that's yeah. the, and that's the truth um, especially now with radio now I listen not because I want to hear the music to be honest mm-hmm. the music is second um, I choose my stations because of the music they play. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I come for the music. I stay for the conversation. How right. about that? Yeah. I think that's yeah. That's a good way of putting it. And I think that's actually a good point to end the show. Jubin, thank you so thank much you so for much, being man. here. Thank you for having me. Uh, that's gonna conclude this episode of the Dumb Things Podcast. Again, you can check out Jubim on social media, on Jobimism on Twitter and Jobim Javier on IG. I asked you before, but why do you have two different handles for your different social so media? So that I know which one is which. I don't get confused. You can't tell by looking at the app that it's a different app. Uh, I'm. I, I've learned as I've gotten older is that my brain processes words better than images or numbers. Okay. Numbers are images in my head. They're not numbers. But words, for some reason, they make sense. 
I'm confused now. Okay, but yeah, follow him. Follow him. I like. I like. Actually, I like reading your tweets. I always retweet your tweets. There you go, uh, guys. Thanks again for tuning in. Um, you can catch us wherever you get your podcast, and that's pretty amazing. We're we're everywhere now. We're in uh, Spotify. We were just we, talking about Spotify. We literally just got approved on Google Podcast. So we're Google, Amazon. I didn't even know there was Amazon Music, and now we're in it. Now and you know. um, Spotify and Apple. Look at us. We're so special. And uh, if you want to hear, uh, if you want us to tell us about our episodes, talk about us. Uh, talk about how you feel about the episode. How you feel about Jabim? Um, if you have violent reactions, you can just email us at uh, the dumb things podcast at gmail.com. Um, we've been getting a few emails, and that's fun to read. So oh, thanks, yeah. thanks again. And uh, you can follow me, hot underscore Randy Salvador. I've I've been moving up in the world. I've been getting more followers in my my public account. It's it's really stupid. It's so funny. How many you have now? Fifteen. Seven. I've 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 started. Uh, there was a good three weeks where I was just stuck at twenty. Um, yeah, at least you're at double digits. Once you hit double digits, oh, we're, like, we're this, at, is fame, yo. this friend, is fame, My friend, we are at 100. I've been sending messages to companies if I can endorse them. Any um, replies? No, nothing. nothing. I'm yet. waiting okay. still. Yeah. All right. Well, Get an OnlyFans, dude. It worked oh, for a bunch of girls from my college. That's true. I mean, I'm, I guess I'm willing to do it at this point. Okay, I'll plug it again one more time. Underscore Randy Salvador. Please follow him. At OnlyFans.com. At OnlyFans.com. <laughs> and uh, it's, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm... I'm I'm on social media as well. I am Steven Silva. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. You made it to the end. We'll see you in the next episode of the Dumb Things Podcast. See you guys. Bye.